What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? All right, we have Alex here. Where are you from, Alex? Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, my friend. So this podcast is about... Jared, you're in front of the camera. Yeah, there we go. Thanks. Thanks for really screwing it up. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going we're going live here, Tree Service Anonymous. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? All right, we got Alex from North Carolina. This little podcast is going to come out, and it's about your story. All right. How you got into the industry, where you're from. Give us a little kind of backstory of right before you got in the industry and then where you are now. All right, so um, I grew up in Charlotte and uh, I went to App State, got a degree in parks and recreation. Okay. And my intent was to go do park ranger somewhere, somehow, at some point in time. Now, why that? Why did you want to get be a park ranger? I wanted to work outside. Okay. I had to work outside. Never very good at school, but working with my hands and working in general was what I was good at. So. Mom said, get a degree and I won't care about whatever else you do. <laughs> that was a lie. She doesn't want me doing tree work, but <laughs> she worries too much. Uh-huh. Um, so when I came back to Charlotte after I graduated from App, worked at a country club that I had been working at yeah. for a couple years. Uh, my brother-in-law uh, works uh, doing biochar. and uh, Really? Yeah. He set up a lot of biochar work out west in the Colorado area and a bunch of other places. He had a meeting with some gentlemen at the Bartlett Lab in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. He said, "Hey, why don't you come out and, you know, come hang out with me. I'm going to be yeah. there. Let's let's go. Yeah. Let's go look at some cool stuff. Let's look at some trees." I didn't know much about trees. Oak to maple, I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. So okay. we went out to the Bartlett Lab. I met a really nice gentleman named Eldon. He uh did a lot of work out there for many, many years. We went around for a long time. Looked at me, he's just like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, for $11 an hour, I'm serving rich people food. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, why, don't, why don't you come come with me and we'll go talk with uh, the tree care side of the world. Okay. See what you think about that. We get over there, you know, the guys are starting to roll in. Yeah. I had never really seen tree work done. I didn't know really anything about it. Yeah. I met with uh, the manager over there and uh, Austin Proctor. And we started talking for a little while and he was showing me around the facility and on their big chainsaw bench back there, I just see this massive chainsaw, big 880. Uh I'm like, that is the coolest thing I've ever had. A big five foot bar on it, 040 chain, big, Big mammoth. Was that the moment? That was the moment. That was the moment. Because I, I each, wanted each tree guy and gal, they have their moment where they go. That's it. I wanted I wanted to hold that saw. He's like, go ahead and try to pick it up. And barely get that thing off the table. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be able to pick that thing up. I want to be able to do this. Yeah. So I started working at Bartlett about three weeks later. Um, I worked with the removal crew. Uh, two amigos that I worked with for the most of the time was Francisco Coyote and Ovidio Herrera. And they 
made me learn about what it means to drag brush and move wood and yeah get the hell out of the way and shut up and rake and they were kind of the make it or break it crew like if you made it with them you were gonna be all right so why'd you make it because I'm sure they break a lot of people they why do. do you think you made it opposed to anybody um, else <laughs> I didn't feel like I had much of a choice I felt like I was given an opportunity. I had to try my best. I had to do what I could. And it was drag and brush and raking and drag and brush and raking and drag and brush and raking. <laughs> and if you can realize that at the end of the day, you're just a kind of a glorified outdoor janitor at the end. When you're cleaning up, that's what you're doing. People like see that. you as just some, you know, special boy landscaper. But when you realize, like, yeah, I'm breaking and cleaning up the junk that came out of that yeah. tree, whether you did or somebody else, you can do that. You're going to be all right. And <laughs> I, 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 just, I like I, that, the outdoor janitor. I, I mean, worked you know. as hard as I could to make it through with those two because they didn't have a lot of special equipment. They had a, a motorized log dolly that mm -hmm. sometimes didn't run, and it was getting that from there to there as efficiently as possible. Francisco climbed, the video ran the rope, and I dragged the brush. You were never allowed to touch a blower until you were told it was okay by a video. You always grab that ring. And by the time Francisco came from that tree to the ground, he better not have to do anything but grab the blower himself. And that's the way it worked, period. So when he got down, he, he grabbed a blower. He had to do all the hard work. We were safe on the ground. He was risking his life. We had to make sure that's that good. when he got down, that's he good. got his water, he took a breather, grabbed a blower, and I made sure all that brush came from there into the back of that truck. That's good, man. That's that's freaking really good. Because a lot of times guys working on the ground, especially when they're new, yeah. they grab that blower the very first thing. First day. Mistake. <laughs> don't do that. Don't touch the blower. I tell new guys that now. Don't touch that blower. Uh -huh. You don't have the right to touch that blower. That's the easy work. You don't have the right. Does anybody else agree with that online? Probably. Most oh, they do. Guys. They do. They do. They're coming. So now what happened after that? You know, you've earned the right to go to that next level with so the company. So after about a year of doing just groundwork, yeah. um, I got my first saddle. And um, it was an old Bartlett Versatile saddle. It was somebody else's, uh, you know. One snap, a completely closed system on a Blake's hitch. And gotcha. it was just body thrusting whenever they let me get a chance getting real nervous my legs shaking five feet off the ground yeah. out on a branch trying yeah. to balance looking like a fool yeah tie in retie go up do it again do it again get to the top start working work on your way up when you can you never touch the chainsaw no chainsaw until you've been doing it for a while so that's interesting don't touch the blower don't touch the blower until you start climbing and then once you climb you can touch the blower no. No, you still get a touch. Blower, no touch <laughs> you get off that tree. Uh -huh. he, he's man was fifty years old when I started working with him. He's sixty now, and he's still picking up he's bigger wood than I could ever pick up. You still work with him today? I do not. The video oh, still works at Bartlett. 
I, uh, I do contract climbing. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so tell me from there, learning to climb, learning under these these guys. They were your mentors. I mean, they, they taught were. you. Absolutely, they taught you. So you can say pretty much that these two individuals, Francisco and what was the other gentleman name? Ovidio. Ovidio. Uh, they were the ones that really taught you and brought you along from grounds to a tree. Right. And they knew what you were going to be able to do, what you weren't, when you were ready, when you weren't ready. Right. Now, did they have any certain kind of training themselves that they were inspired by somebody that they were instilling in you? Like Video and Francisco had both worked doing tree work at one point in time. I think for line clearance, Video started in New York doing uh, working at Bartlett after he had been doing a bunch of odd jobs for a long time. And he moved around a bunch. Francisco moved around a bunch. And they both ended up being here. And their style was, if you can prove to us that you deserve it, we will show you how to advance. But you got to earn it. You have to earn it. And that's the big problem is there's such a desperation right now to get guys off the ground and in the air that when they're so new and so young, you can throw a saddle at them and they think there's some really cool, cool guys. But mm -hmm. if you've never been in a situation where you have a bunch of big trees and you have an opportunity to fell all those big trees and you fell it and those guys are running those chainsaws, somebody's running a machine to get it out and you're the new guy on the crew, and you rake to the point where you literally almost rake the size of a football field into a pile, mm -hmm. you don't really understand what tree work is. Like, I'm not kidding, advice. like you gotta understand, like you're gonna get what they call raker's elbow, also known as tennis elbow mm -hmm. for most people. That happens, that hurts. You're gonna hurt your obliques. You're gonna be doing this a lot. Shoveling, breaking, lifting, shoveling, breaking, lifting. If you can figure out a way to be okay with that lifestyle, you have earned the right to get in that tree. Because now you know, you know what? I can lay brush this whole drop zone, or I could take the two extra seconds and make sure I throw everything in one spot so that my ground guy, who is working very hard, is gonna keep it all in one pile. Let's let's not make a big mess. Let's focus our mess into one area. And now you got a happy ground guy, and he's gonna make sure you have water. He's gonna make sure he doesn't shock load you on that big trunk piece that comes down uh -huh. when you do negative rigging. And he's gonna make sure that, oh man, you know, I couldn't set that throw line for you to pull that top over. Yeah. Oh, you put every single you made all the brush stacked with butts facing the same way in the tree onto the ground. Thank you. I'm going to get you what you need. <laughs> you take care of your groundsmen. They're going to end up taking good oh, care of you. Oh, man. That, that, that is good advice, man. That's really good advice. Um, what, what kind of shout out? I mean, what kind of shout out? You want to give anybody a shout out? What kind of wisdom can you give the industry uh, for yourself or anything you want to say to the, the world? Because this video and this little 10-minute podcast that we have about your story, 10 years down the road, someone may come across it and listen to it. And the words that you say inspire them to do better so. and grow. And you're going to have some groundsmen that's going to be listening. I just got in this industry going. Yeah, you got to understand. You got to be a groundie for life. Yeah. When you see those guys who are contract climbing, like $500, tree hits the ground, I'm gone. 
Hey, the way it's got to be, that's not working as a team. Yeah. And we just got through listening to Mr. Ball talk about working as a team. Mm -hmm. Got to be able to do the grunt work sometimes. And if Absolutely. you can't do that grunt work to help everybody else, why would they want to help you? How are they going to make your life easier if you can't make it easy on them? Absolutely. Uh, shout out for, to folks. Um, I'll give a shout out to the folks at the Charlotte Arborist Association. It's the part of the, one of the associations I'm a part of. Um, we've got our big tree climbing competition coming up. Uh, we have a Halloween competition, which is going to be cool. Oh, at that's a cool. Big graveyard. Uh huh. So it's we're going to have a night ascent and a bunch of other yeah. cool stuff going on. So that's come super on cool. Out to Charlotte for the CAA. We're going to have lots of cool things for kids uh, to come out and play and do stuff and lots of really good climbers coming some good. international guys hopefully coming good, in good gals it's gonna good. be a really good time good man well sweet dude hey i appreciate you being on this you Absolutely. said you had nothing to say i asked a lot of questions but man you need to be on the show more <laughs> so when you come out to california you come out this way come out let us know we'll house you okay that goes to anybody who needs a place to stay in california who's a climber uh who works in the industry Come on out, stay at our facility. We'll house you, you're set up out there, do whatever you need to do. Be on the podcast show, drink some beers with us, hang out and maybe teach some classes and be a part of it. So I'd be down. All right, appreciate it, man. Thank My you pleasure. guys. Thank you.